Stand up, man. When I got back into radio, and uh, of course now that I'm married, um, I just do the, I just do the show, the clubs that I can drive to easy one day, Chattanooga, Birmingham, Nashville, all that good stuff. So, you know, I just I did it for a while, and man, I I just ain't made to be a road dog. Those road dogs that are out there kicking it, that's a different breed, man. To do it 365, and I mean, I I think the most I ever did one time was. Uh, I was getting close to 200 shows, oh, and then wow. I and then I saw, you know, I saw like one of the headlines, like Tim Wilson or something, and he, you know, he yeah. did like 280 or you know something absurd, and you're like, boy, I can't add another hundred. Like I was, yeah. I was happy on my Mondays off. I can't imagine just nonstop. So, yeah. you know, once I morphed back into radios with the with the sports station that I got fired from the. Mm-hmm. The day I signed my lease on my apartment in Huntsville, they fired me. Oh, that's, that's uh, yeah, that's how I ended up with the Rocket. I was like, ended up in Huntsville for the sports station, and uh, my co-host Cole was like, "Hey, uh, where you at?" And I'm like, "New apartment, come on over, check it out." And he's like, "Do what?" Oh, and I was yeah. like, "Yeah, man, got the new apartment, just signed the year lease, baby." <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna come to you. Hit me that address." He comes in, he's like. By the way, I got two patio chairs. That's my only, and then the inflatable <laughs> mattress. That's all I've moved in. And I'm like, hey, you like the crib? And he's like, we need to talk. Serious. Can I sit in that patio chair? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to lay on the mattress uh, right now? I told me I was fired, and I was like, well, well this shit sucks. That's and, the way radio goes, though. Yeah, uh, and I just, uh, I'd also, to pile on, um, had just broke up with the girl I was dating for like, Two and a half years. Yeah. And so I was like, <laughs> well, I was sitting on that patio chair going, well, life comes at you fast. Quick. Uh, He's like, I wonder if that ink's dried. On well, the- I, was mad, I, was, I was mad at her cheating on me, but, boy, I could go back right now. She's got, uh, she's got lights and stuff. She's got food. Uh, nice uh, patio furniture. Yeah, she's got, baby, I'm bringing, I got, I got patio furniture. I don't care. Your, your new guy can sit on that. I don't care. Uh, but luckily for me, man, um, mm. they were actually Jimbo was looking for a co-host, and I, yeah. I literally missed one paycheck if I would have kept going. Oh, I missed wow. one paycheck before I got hired in the Rockets. So shit worked mm. out, man. That's bad. Yeah, because they, I mean, the sports mm. station uh, off the radar, nobody really listens to it, and yeah. Rocket at the time was, you know, I mean, they had been around for you know fifteen years at that yeah. time. Yeah. So they're the big dogs. I got, I, I somehow got fired. The story of my career is right place, right time. I Lesson just, in disguise. Everything happens sure. at the right place, right time. Luckily, you got to take advantage of it still. But yeah, you know that's Leno thing, radio, whatever. You know, radio. I just I happened to have grew up with the sales manager when I first got into radio. Yeah, she ended up being the sales manager for Rick and Bubba, and she was like, man, when I got to college, she was like, you should come intern with Rick and Bubba, and I'm like, man, they're radio gods. I'm not. I don't do radio. Right. She was like, you're funny enough. You just need to come intern, like. It'll count as college credit, even if you go back. I was doing computer programming, yeah, and I was like, awful at that. I, I thought, wait, we don't just sit on AOL Instant Messenger and talk back and forth. Like, What's code? Uh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I went and interned, and yeah. and they hired me. And again, right place, right time. Six months after after my internship ended, they got 
moved to Birmingham. Mm. Ended up moving to Birmingham. They ended up going syndicated. That's cool. Everything just worked out perfect timing-wise. So. You still hear from those guys occasionally? Rick and Every Bob. now and then when somebody sends them a hate mail and says I was cussing too much at so- my comedy show. <laughs> Really? <laughs> uh, they have uh, been absolutely great to me. Yeah. 100% great. Uh, the last time I had heavy interaction with them was, a, I don't know how long it's been now, but they had a tour. With, they were celebrating their 20th anniversary tour. Yeah. And they did mm. theaters and brought me in to roast them. And oh, so that's cool. I would be the special guest, and I would come on stage, and I was like, man, they don't pay me anymore, so y'all about to hear the real stuff. Yeah. Oh, oh they went crazy. <laughs> yeah, I'll be like, man, bring them up, man. They're just like you guys. And the crowd's like, woo, I'm like, salt of the earth right here. And they're like, yeah. I'm like, every one of you sitting there, and you're thinking every morning, man, these guys are just like me. And everybody's like, yeah. And I'm like, I mean, you know, even though they flew here in their private jet, besides that, they're just <laughs> like you. <laughs> Everybody's like, whoa. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, that's fine. I mean, they're just the highest paid morning show ever in the state of Alabama. But besides that, <laughs> besides a half a meal, they're just like you. Yeah. I'm like, I mean, I know you paid $50 to get in here tonight to see them, but they're just like you, though. Just like <laughs> speaking of, how are those numbers, your numbers versus theirs in Huntsville? Uh, we go back and forth, which we shouldn't. I mean, they're the big dogs. Right. Um, I mean, the battle on radio in Huntsville is uh, Rick and Bubba and uh, the country station, which you should be able to flip the switch on and win at the country station right. in Alabama. Uh, and then the rock station, um, uh, we sh- we shouldn't be there, but we've – we're either one, two, or three usually. Yeah. I don't know how much I'm supposed to say about ratings. Publicly, sure, sure, but sure, sure. We, our bosses are very pleased. That's good. I mean, that's why we're that's here in 10 years. So. <laughs> yeah. So we're, we're, we're in a good spot. I'm, I'm, I'm very happy. I still get to do comedy. Yeah. Still dig around on my own podcast and, and do everything I wanted. I've joined another podcast group and I got my own podcast and then I host a podcast with a 90s wrestler. I don't know if anybody wrestling fans in here, but. Road Dog Jesse James from the mm-hmm. DX back mm-hmm. in the day. Me and yeah. him do a weekly podcast, and um, of course, everybody remembers his lines. If you, oh, you didn't know? No, I didn't know. Your <laughs> ass better call somebody. <laughs> <laughs> that was his catch line. He goes, "If you don't like that, I got two words for you. Suck, Suck it." it. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I mean, me telling my young self yeah. I would have been doing a podcast with that guy, like, no chance. But that's fucking cool, man. Uh, me and him do that, and then I do others. For a wrestling network called Ad Free Shows, and so like in the past, since the beginning of December, I've did a show with Ric Flair, Jim Ross, uh, Jeff Jarrett, Eric Bischoff. <laughs> I mean, just lucky man. It's man, those guys. Cool. You thought Motley Crue were wild back in oh, the day. Oh yeah, man, dude. these guys. There's a reason they drop in like flames. the wrestling guys. Yeah, oh, they're maniac. <clears throat> maniac. Yeah. They they could run circles I mean, I, around Ozzy Osbourne. My, yeah, yeah, my dude Road Dog is is clean and sober now for I think about five years. But he, I jokingly one day I was like, man, if about 2014 me, which is when me and my buddy Conrad were just out out of control in Huntsville. Yeah, right. I was like, if our if we could have met you back then when you were not sober, he goes, ah, we wouldn't be doing this podcast. We'd all four be dead, son. Dead. Dead. Yeah, no kidding. But I mean, he's. He's got great stories about he's smoked with Snoop Dogg in the dressing room and yeah. the whole deal, like, and come out and wrestled afterwards. Yeah. Like, he, did, he was in the dressing room with Snoop. He walks out of the dressing room, like, trying to sneak out, and he's, like, super high, and he closes the door and looks up, and there's Vince McMahon. Oh. And he goes, 
Snoop's in there. And he <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go do a match. <laughs> you brought up Conrad, man. He's had a lot of success, man, with with everything he's got going on. He today, is, yeah. Man. He started the wrestling podcast. Um, yeah. He was a wrestling fan, a That's wrestling cool. nerd. He's way bigger. I mean, I think all of us at some point watched yeah. wrestling, oh, yeah, but sure. he was big time nerd yeah. and. Uh, Made it a passion and was successful with his business and said, hey, I want to try to start something else yeah. with the podcast world. And uh, I won't give away too much of his sure, story, but sure, sure. his his deal is he figured out I can do a podcast, and if the main sponsor is my mortgage company, I'm just doing a free commercial for myself. Yeah, that's cool. And then they all pop off, and he's getting a free commercial. And <clears throat> But he's, he's joined it. It's called ad-free shows where everybody can get wrestling podcasts without commercials and then he got into uh, conventions. He does wrestling conventions called yeah. Starcast. Where, uh, and then this this past year or twenty twenty two, he uh, put on um, Ric Flair's last match up in Nashville, sold out the old Nashville oh, yeah, fairgrounds, and that. yeah, he was he promoted he did the whole thing. Do they so, mainly follow eighties uh, nineties wrestlers, or do they? Yeah, I mean the cool thing is, because <laughs> um, the ones of today are. Like crazy, like dude. That. No, eighties, eighties, and nineties wrestling, like, and I guess it changes with your demographic as you get older. But that was like the absolute golden era. Yeah, I mean, it really was. Especially for it's called the Attitude Era, which yeah, is yeah, the whole yeah, deal yeah. where they went, they started getting a little yeah. from the way from the cartoon characters yeah. and went into just bad guys are cool, yeah. the NWO's cool, WCW's yeah. cool, Undertaker riding a Harley. To yeah, the yeah. Stage. They went into that whole deal. Uh, they figured it out, but yeah. and now. The funny part is after watching all that, uh, Vince is a smart guy and everybody around him yeah. is smart. They realized, oh, well, if we don't have a PG rating, the kids can't watch. That's right. So he said, we're not going to do cartoon characters, but we need to bring out all the suckets and all that, the mm. girls wrestling in lingerie. And it made it grow even more. People thought it was stupid, but it made it grow even more yeah. and bigger than ever. But <clears throat> the key with the wrestlers and and – you know, doing the conventions and seeing everybody out is everybody that's our age now, you got a little expendable income all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't get to go, you know, I'm in Gadsden. I didn't go get to see wrestling. But if you're telling me now I can go meet the Road Warriors or go meet, you know, Ric <clears throat> Flair or, hey, <clears throat> I got I can get my picture taken with yeah. whoever, Kurt Angle or Ray Mysterio, whatever the case would be, you got money now as an adult. And, yeah. hey, oh, my God, I can go spend it on wrestling? Hell, yeah. Man. And then the podcast take off because <clears throat> none of us knew that they were partying and right. none of us knew anything about their private lives. So when they get a podcast and start telling about all their road stories, just like a band, you're like, Yeah, sure. Hell yeah. I tell you, I tell you some of the coolest people. Um, so it was when TNA first came out, you know, yeah. Jarrett's, Jarrett's organization yeah. back uh, early 2000s. Uh, they come and did a show in Huntsville, BBC. The first, the first TNA show ever was there. Yep. First TNA TV show was so, in Huntsville. Um, Scott Hall was there. Yep. Conan, uh, Kevin Nash. Watch your time. Kevin Nash, but he, Kevin didn't wrestle that night. Um, Scott did, and uh, I don't remember somebody else, but they were the coolest guys to just talk to. Yeah. So after the show, they 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 weren't like super um, douchebaggy at all, and uh, so we were we were out because I was a huge wrestling fan, man, and. Uh, <clears throat> went out there and they were just kind of hanging out and just walked up and smoked a cigarette. We were just shot to shit. And Scott, you know, rest in peace, man. Uh, he was just the, the coolest freaking yeah. human being to sit there and talk to. Like he actually, 
you know, appreciated. He, he was, wasn't giving you charity. No, yeah. no, not at all, man. And just asking me, you know, hey, man, where's the coolest bar? You know, it's, oh, yeah. like, we're just shooting the shit. And uh, super just cool people. And, uh, but, but I, you know, I, I wondered, is is all is the wrestling community really just like that in a whole, is it, or is it those guys that's been doing it so seasoned that no, I, no, I mean, chip, I definitely, no, no chip on their shoulder? What I'm saying. No, I definitely think there's some douchebaggeries, and I mean, yeah. it's like everything. You're gonna, sure. you're gonna, you're gonna have Vince Neil everywhere you oh, go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, they're just, yeah. they're you know, Scott Hall is one of the dudes. I only got to meet him one time, but yeah. like you said, he was just. Treating me like a normal human. Yeah. I've been lucky enough to meet Kevin Nash a few times, yeah. and I'll, I'll argue with anybody that that is the coolest dude on the planet. Yeah. And he ain't even trying to be cool. He's just one of those dudes you're like, man, when I think of like, if I did a movie of, let me get a cool dude. Yeah. It's that guy. Yeah. And it's it. him just being himself. But yeah. I mean, there's some dudes like that. And, <clears throat> but I, I think it's also, I mean, that's a little different than that. You know, Scott's like, man, I ain't from here, and you seem like a cool dude. And yeah, man. He can pick up a vibe and all that's that. That's right. But then there's also, there's that part of them, if you're really hanging out, like if there was dudes in here doing an interview or whatever, you know, and it's kind of like musicians, they got to figure out that somebody's got to vouch for you before that's you're right. one of the boys, and they that's really right. open up for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, a musician, you go, you know, so-and-so, or so-and-so told me to say hey to you while I'm here or whatever, yeah. and then it's like, Oh, okay, I got you. You're, you're in. in. You're in. You're Bob's yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, I can yeah, talk yeah. freely, whatever mm -hmm. the case may be. Yeah. So I think there's there's definitely that. But yeah. luckily, I hadn't. I personally, luckily, have not met many douchebags. If really? any, I, I mean, I don't. I don't remember too many. Yeah. So you brought up Ric Flair. I watched the. Uh, I think it's on Peacock. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's the fucking sickest documentary I've ever seen in my life. It's so <laughs> amazing. Oh, no, no, no. No, he did his no, no, new no, one, Woo. It's the new one, Woo. Yeah, Ric Flair. Oh, my God. Y'all got to watch that shit. It's so Is amazing. Is it better than his 30 for 30? Yeah, it's, it's I, totally different. I, I, yeah. I didn't see that, but it's like the real behind, like just uncut, like real shit. <clears throat> and uh, it, was, it was so badass. Like that. that's a dude. I'd want to sit and drink a damn beer with, and just 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 shoot the shit. Uh, I've drank many beers with him. Uh, <laughs> yeah. First of all, watch your toes. Uh, yeah, was it on Melrose? Yeah. I'll tell you this quick story. Uh, and Jay Leno, I like and, that I, one. And, and by the way, go watch the documentary, and then shameless plug. I did. He, he's got his own podcast called yeah. The Be the Man Podcast. And I had to actually fill in because it was the big snowstorm that hit just a few weeks ago. Oh, okay. Conrad couldn't do it. His internet went out. So he calls me at like 8 a.m. And I'm like, hello? And he's like, hey, man, I don't have internet, and I think you're going to have to do the Ric Flair podcast. And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> he goes, yeah, you're going to have to do it. And I'm like, when is it? And he goes, uh, in 45 minutes. And I'm like, bro, I'm in my you undies. You got up questions and shit in 45 minutes? <laughs> well, that's what I said. I go, what am I talking about? And he goes, well, did you watch the documentary? And I go, I will in 45 minutes. <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> taking the clip. As notes. everything's going, yeah, I watched the yeah. doc. And luckily, it had literally just came out. It was like right, it was like literally like yeah. three days or whatever. And so luckily, we, we did like, as he's, he only does our podcast. We did 45 minutes on the documentary, thankfully. So yeah. had a blast. But, and I told him this story. He didn't remember, but I told him the story. If he, Go watch that episode after you watch the documentary because we have fun and he talks about behind the scenes. But <laughs> he's met me a couple times. Yeah. And look, Ric Flair meets a million people. Sure. 
so the first couple times, I'm like, I'm not going to remember. He's not going to remember me, and that's fine. So the next time, it'll be like, Conrad would be like, you've met my buddy Cassio before. We met so-and-so. and be like, hey, good to see you. And I'm like, don't remember me. That's fine. <laughs> we're eating dinner one day at in the afternoon, and we're at this restaurant, and hardly anybody's there. So we're just up in the corner talking. And it's my first time my wife, who, if you've never seen my wife, I married up. I don't Woo. know. Once she gets her cataracts fixed, I am fucked. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, she's into CrossFit. She's an engineer. It just should I not. I mean, in every, not just looks like he married up. Yeah, uh, she's just smart. I'm on her insurance. The whole deal. <laughs> and uh, um, so. Call him a gold digger. Yeah, so the, the first time she's with me with him. Yeah. So we she we come in and we sit down and and it was I was pumped because it was the first time he had remembered me. Yeah. And and I don't know if Conrad fed it to him or not, but he was like Casio, and I'm like, yeah, man, yeah. And so we're like sitting there and now we're <laughs> now we're drinking, yeah, woo, everybody, woo, woo. And so we're hammering drinks, man. And I mean, and he's telling stories. I mean, you know, he knows how to hold court. Like God, you just sit man. there and nobody even chimes in. You're just dying laughing. And so he's sitting there, and out of nowhere, he goes, he looks over at my wife, who's been sitting with me for an hour, <laughs> and he goes, hey, hon. And she goes, hey. And he goes, who are you? And she goes, well, like, Conrad goes, we call her Big Booty Judy. And I go, and she go, he goes, oh, but who are you? And he goes, that's Cassio's wife. And Rick Flair goes, <laughs> <laughs> You're his wife. <laughs> and I go, yeah, that's my wife. He goes, he looks at her like she's in a hostage situation. Yeah. He's like, You're his wife? And she goes, Yes. And he, he looked at Conrad and he goes, Boy, Cassio's either uh, got a lot of money in the bank account or a fairly good sized hog on him. I can tell you that. <laughs> and my wife goes, Neither. <laughs> All right. All right, I can deal with that. And then the rest of the dinner, like, she get up go to the bathroom or something, and he go, she's with you? And I'm like, yeah, he goes, I just don't get it. <laughs> Love it. Love it. That's fucking badass, though, man. You got to, just to sit there and hear hear that dude tell the story. He's gotta be incredible. Got to be amazing. None of them can ever be repeated anywhere, but oh, as sure. you can imagine, he's sure. got the... Absolutely. He's, yeah. uh... You know, he's a ladies' man, as you can tell. Oh, so, yeah. You know, his his move used to be uh, they would ask if they could see his robe when he's on yeah. the plane. And uh, I heard about the flight from hell. Yeah, the flight from hell is bad. But yeah, his, I heard that. I watched that. Oh, yeah. Even if you're in the hotel lobby, if uh, somebody said, I want to see the robe, he would show you the robe. He's going to leave, put on the robe, but have no clothes on, and come back down and say, <laughs> woo! <laughs> How many of those? And I'll tell you this: they say Mr. Flair is a man for a reason. Oh, really? Got somebody's got an elbow in it. Okay. Dude, I've been Conrad's house, dude. He's got. All those outfits of Ric Flair, like all over the house. It's really? amazing. I don't. How many's he got? Uh, he's hell. pared down. He had a he had a bunch for a while, but yeah, he's pared down. He he. I mean, that's like I said. He's well, he wrestling got married nerds. To his daughter, right? Yeah, he's married to. They it, Rick introduced him to her. Oh, did he, he? he called him and and said, "I'm here with my daughter, and 
I want you to. Uh, she probably was her. like, my dad's stuff all over the house. It's a little much, you know. Mm. Maybe take some. Well, she, they they joke because she, you know, growing up as Ric Flair's your dad. It's like she's like, I never want to marry a wrestler. Yeah. And then now her husband has the biggest wrestling podcast in <laughs> and runs the conventions and does a podcast with her dad. She's like. I mean, I didn't marry a wrestler, but son of a bitch, I'm in the business. I'm stuck. Have you seen the like size rooms they do when they do a live podcast? They'll do like a House of Blues and sell out. Like, you were, you were yeah, that was the first one that. I went to. Was uh, his first one was uh, Brother Love was him back in the days. His name's Bruce Pritchard, and I don't know if you remember Brother Love. He wore oh, the yeah. white suit like the old Southern preacher Absolutely. and had the red face, red face and everything. Well, nobody knows that he was third in charge at WWE at the time. He was. Oh, wow. Literally, Vince, another guy, and him. Um, and so he has all the behind-the-scenes stories. And so they hooked up to do the podcast, and it, boom, that was the first one that just exploded. Yeah. Um, and so they would do, like, the first one I went to, they did WrestleMania in New Orleans and did the House of Blues and sold it out like wow. a couple hours. Uh, just people paying to go yeah. see them do a live podcast. So, you know, the whole deal is, hey, I want to hear stories that we can't tell on the podcast. Sure. Yeah, put your phones away. Let's go. And then tell they all the funny you, they stories. They make people put their phones in bags? No, no, no. No, I mean, they just say, hey, don't video. We're going to tell stories. You can't. And, yeah. you know, they're eating it. Everybody's eating it up. And it's like, I ain't the one that's going to fucking, you know, you, uh, see, yeah. you oh. see a couple people, but there ain't nobody that's, Yeah. it's just a fun time. So they're just, they just have a blast. And that started out in his house. Like, he would just have them over to his house in his den. And That's awesome to hear, though. Because I remember That's... him going, listen, man, you can't tell anybody about this. And then a year later, it's like a huge podcast. I go, couldn't tell anybody about what? The fact that, like, the business model that's now, like, owning that space now. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the first Smart. time I met Kevin Nash. Because it, it's like I said, once one guy vouches. Because yeah. at first, you know, Conrad was like, I met a guy, and they had to hit it off. I, I'm going to forget the first wrestler but he's like hey man I, I got all my wrestling fans I own a mortgage company you can come hang out I'll get you a hotel but you're more than welcome to stay at my house and you know to a wrestling guy he's like I'm supposed to come and stay in a wrestling fan's basement okay that's where you live buddy <laughs> but once they came over and came over to the house saw everybody was fairly normal Conrad's yeah. rolling out the red carpet for him then they have some drinks. They would start telling even more stories and right. bigger stories and funnier stories. Well, then once that happens, they're like, who else have you had over here? Nobody or, you know, at the first, nobody or we had these two guys. Who do you want? And he'd be like, I want this guy. Yeah. I'll call him right now. Hey, man, I'm with my buddy Conrad. I'm at his basement. And they go, what? <laughs> Just listen to me. It's a good basement. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, he wants you to come over and hang out and just tell stories about so that, that's how it was. It was like once one vouched, yeah. and Dude, then that's... Flair came over. But the first time I met Nash, he came over and, and hung out. It was great. He uh, <laughs> he he tells Con Conrad's like, hey, man, what do you want to drink? I'm just going yeah. to roll out the red carpet for you. Any requests? And, he's, and Nash is like, tells him this bottle of wine that's like 200-something dollars a bottle. So Conrad gets two bottles. He's like, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna show my man ready to go. Because yeah. Conrad's got everything, but he ain't a wine drinker. So he goes yeah. and buys these wine, puts it up there. Nash lands, comes in. He's like, Oh, you got this wine? He's like, Yeah, man. He goes, That's awesome, man. So he pours him a glass. He starts drinking it, and he's telling stories. And I mean, like I said, he's the coolest guy in the room. Everybody's yeah. listening to every word. And he, boy, he's drinking wine like it's nothing. His teeth are starting to turn. Yeah, it, and it, <laughs> hey, it's like an hour in, and we're down two bottles. 
Oh, shit. And he goes, man, can I get a drink? And Conrad's like, man, I I mean, this is embarrassing, but I only bought two bottles of those wine. I mean, I, I'm not, like, it don't hurt me that it's 200-something bottles, but uh, dollars a bottle, but I figured two is going to be enough. And he's <laughs> like, yeah, that's fine. He says, what else you got? And he's like, look around. I mean, we got a full bar. We got beer. He goes, Happy Van I'll, ta- I'll take a Miller Light. And he goes, Miller Light? <laughs> I just got $500 in wine, and you want to go to Miller Lite? He goes, I didn't think he was going to buy it. He goes, I never even had it before. He goes, I didn't think he was going to buy it, much less two bottles. He goes, it's damn good, by the way. He goes, I would drink anything you had when we got here. But he goes, he, everybody started, we're, we're hanging out, and everybody's leaving. And they one by one, it's like, yeah. uh, it's getting late. We're drinking. I'm going home. I got to go. And it's like 4 a.m. And we're like, me and another guy's up. Conrad's already went to bed, and we're just hanging. And he goes, we're like, when are you flying out? And he goes, oh, yeah, let me check. Uh, 5.45 a.m. I got the early flight in case this was a shit night. <laughs> we're like, Do you want to go back to your hotel room? He goes, I didn't get a room. I was just going to figure it out. And we're like, well, I mean, he, as you can see, he's got like three or four guest rooms down here. You're more than welcome. He goes, no, nah, I'm just going to stay up. I mean, it's only like another hour before we got to go to the airport, right? We're like, yeah. He goes, all right, hang on. So he gets his fanny pack because every wrestler's got a fanny pack. And he goes, in, he goes, you guys want some gimmicks? And we're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> what do the gimmicks do? And he goes, well, it's going to get me to the plane in an hour. And I was like, I don't want any of those gimmicks. I don't know what's in that bag. Uh, I'll get another Miller Lite and hang in there for the ride. <laughs> Oh my god, that's fucking badass, man. That's a big dude too, man. He's huge. He's Jesus huge. Christ, I'll send y'all a picture. We look like the number ten standing next to each other. He's the one. I'm the zero. <laughs> I mean, he, he, you know, he played basketball and, yeah. in college and the whole thing. He's like seven foot six eleven. He's got some great stories that he needs to come on the podcast and tell some of the. Well, he probably can't. The one, the pool party stories. He has, he has like an infinity pool. In oh, story. Conrad. Yeah. Yeah, he could tell some stories. Some some of y'all y'all would laugh at him. I don't know if we can have the cameras rolling, but yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we me and him got plenty of stories. He's got tons of stories, but you know who seems like a crazy person? Like, in, you ever been around Jim Cornette? Uh, I only met him once at a convention. Really? I uh, know he's apparently a wild man. He's he's out there. He's, he's got a great re- if you're into wrestling podcasts. He has a yeah. great rest. Yeah. I mean, he was one of the early ones that's got a podcast going. Yeah, and. uh yeah, well, let me tell you, he'll tell you exactly what he thinks. Oh, with that. If you don't like it, he'll tell you to suck his dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with, 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 where you're like, he wants me to. I mean, he's mad. <laughs> he's he's <laughs> mad. Prefer me to be mad. Yeah, I think. I think weird. What, uh, so Cassio's Cut. Tell me about that podcast, man. Uh, well, you know, like everybody, everybody's got mm-hmm. a podcast. So I started one and, uh, started interviewing my friends like this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, Com- comedians, uh, musicians, just my family. Just yeah, man. Every week's a guest. Uh, I did take December off because I got slung into this ad-free shows deal where I, you know, I did started with Road Dog and then started. I, I probably did like six other shows just in December. Yeah. Uh, besides my other two, so I took December off, but we're about to crank it back up. You can find that at mashtater.com if you want to find that yeah. or cassioscut.com. You know yeah. our biggest nightmare of like. Losing the audio or video from a podcast, mm-hmm. he's had that happen twice. Oh no! Like big, big, big names too. Yeah, one oh. was a wrestler, and he was like, "I ain't got much time." 
Uh, shout out to Mance Warner. He's one of the biggest independent wrestlers and just a great, funny guy. He's like, I ain't got much time, but let's do something. So I'm like, I usually end every episode with like 10 questions that I yeah. ask the same people, I ask the same 10 questions. So I'm like, I'll just skip to that. I'll ask you 10 questions. Let's fire it. So I got my little Zoom recorder there. Well, boom, boom, boom. And there's people around us like this. They're dying laughing. I get done. I'm like, man, that's really probably going to be my best one yet. And I look down to hit stop. And when I hit stop, I saw record. And it started oh, recording. And I went, shit, dude. And I, I could just, one of the dudes goes, you didn't get that, did you? I can tell on your face. I'm like, nope. And I looked up and he's like, I got to go to the airport. Sorry. Now he came on later, but it was nowhere. I was like, man. That was absolute gold. It's it's, it's hard it's hard to, you know, recreate shit like that. Impossible. Yeah. I mean, if you got Jimbo down here, he's got the best. This is before podcast, but he did BJCC, Dave Grohl. Uh, oh, he's backstage with the little handheld where you press record and everything. He goes, he does the whole interview, records on a deserted island, your three favorite records. And Grohl is like, digesting every album and, like, telling you exactly mm -hmm. every... He's like, man, and people started gathering around him, like, hearing them do this interview. And he got through. Thanks, man. Stop, blah, blah, blah. Girl leaves to go on stage, and he's like, oh, I need to listen to this before I get in my car. And he plays it back. Zero. Blank. Oh, no. He don't know if he didn't ever record or something. It was absolute blank. And he's like, buddy, I got the greatest Dave Girl interview <laughs> ever, and nobody ever... <laughs> He's going to hear it never. That, that had to have sucked. That is awful. <laughs> but, that, I mean, it's, it's the worst podcasting nightmare. Oh, is. my God. Dude. We're getting halfway through this thing. Yeah. And oh, the first few episodes we did, they would go out of the room. It's recording. And they come back in. Hey, and yeah. go, Maybe it's not. No, 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 hold on. And we're going back yeah. around. It's definitely recording. No, it's paranoia, man. We're, yeah. we're still new, man. We're just trying to beat the bushes and, <clears throat> and figure out what the fuck we're doing, you know, at this point. I don't think anybody knows it's got a podcast. You just do it and Yeah, dude. I mean, I have I have guests on that I'm like, man, this is about to smash. Y'all yeah. get ready. Mm -hmm. I'm talking to the Oak Ridge boys, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, they can't get no bigger. And yeah. you'll be like, okay, 13 people apparently like the Oak Ridge boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then I did, uh, I talked to this uh, girl. Her name is Cindy Kazai, and she's, yeah. a, she's a medium. And she goes to uh, comedy Size clubs. Or? Yeah, no, she's small in size. <laughs> but, uh, she does the old. <laughs> yeah. Hey, is there a David in the crowd? Oh, yeah. You know, oh, one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. so she came to the uh, Huntsville Comedy Club stand-up live, and I, I was like, hey, can I interview you uh, down there in the yeah. green room? She was like, I'd love to. So we did this this interview, and I'm like, I don't, you know, I don't, I, that really ain't my thing. I don't believe in it. And I, right, sure. but I was like, you know, again, I gotta have a, I gotta have a guest next week. So yeah. I'm talking to the psychic lady that's coming to stand right. up live. Yeah. Hey, did it? It's one of my most viewed on YouTube. It's like That's you don't cool. you don't know. I just did it to get to the next week. Yeah, and yeah. didn't know if I didn't care if anybody listened mm. to it. Right. Yeah, and then you know you have your dad on, and and like it hits. Like you you know Trey was saying in here last week. Like y'all were saying, the the bet the most fun, especially when you get a base of listeners yeah. like those dude, the people that are coming back every week. That's going to be their favorites. Is just everybody yeah. just hamming it up. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they they, well, they want an interview, but the ones they'll remember is y'all that y'all just sat there and just joked around or what? You know, of David here or whatever. Those yeah. are everybody talks about those. Everybody's starting to kind of get a little more comfortable. Like, 
for me, it was like, you want it to be entertaining and you want to be respectful of your guest and not ask shit that they obviously don't want to talk about. Yeah. But then that little bit of piece of you wants to ask about the shit that they don't want to talk about. Huh, yeah. and, <laughs> you know? and, and I tell them, I, I usually tell them before I get them on, I'm like, hey, man, first half of this, you've answered these questions one million yeah, times. That's right. But let's get it out. Tell them what your new song is or tell yeah. them where they can see yeah. you next. But then let's just let's have some. It's why I started doing the 10 questions at the end. Yeah. And I called it the countdown. It was like, mm-hmm. I'm going to get you out of your, I would be like, what's your last meal? And, and Break up the monotony. Of yeah, the just something you've never do. even thought. What's the last thing you stole and the whole deal? I, so you get people out of their head of, oh. Robot. Oh, got it. Robot. How'd you get your band name? I got it, and they've yeah. they've gave it a hundred times. I mean, but you got to do it if you don't. Yeah. People's like, why didn't you ask them how they got the That's band right. name? And you got you got to assume, you know, I assume if I'm interviewing them that everybody's heard of whatever. Sure. If I'm doing Blackstone Cherry because they're my yeah. favorite, I think everybody loves Blackstone Cherry. And then you're like, hey, I've never heard of that band. Thanks for interviewing them. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's what, other people out there. I what got planet you. are you, dude? So I hadn't checked out your. Your other one that you do with Road Dog. What is the name of that? It's called Oh You Didn't Know. Oh You uh, Didn't Know. Yeah, it comes out. It's everywhere you consume this plat. This I, I've checked out numerous episodes of Ocasio's Cut, dude, and you it's can fun. tell, man, like you see all the shit that gets sent to him. Yeah, Cassie, what's in Cassio's box? Yeah, I, I thought that would die out, and they do it. It's like, it's, but it's so it's, that's the coolest segment, though. <laughs> you know what's and, funny is I I did it because again. I was no like, guess that week. I needed to fill in time. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I need to plan for these when I don't have time. So yeah. one of them, I, I was like, I'm going to play yeah. uh, a best of the radio show. I took mm-hmm. our clips and been like, oh, this was the best of January. Because like, whenever I need one, I can sling that in. I was like, what else can I do? Yeah. Um, and I had seen, um, man, I wish I could remember who it was. I, I just saw this guy on the internet, and that was his thing. He didn't have yeah. a podcast or anything. He just did... I got mail and open up the mail. You know, a lot of people yeah. do the unboxing things now where mm-hmm. I got the video game crate. Let's see what's in it this month. Yeah, yeah. And so I was like, man, I'm just, I got a P.O. box. And I was like, hey, y'all just send anything. Let's just see what happens and yeah. send a letter or I don't know, whatever y'all want to send. Let's just, yeah. we'll see what it turns out to be. <laughs> That's and, fucking cool. And man. they just, I've had... Dude, that confetti bomb that went off. I've had a confetti face. cannon blow up in my face. Uh, I get a lot of phallic symbols. I mean, I get a lot of yeah. Lot. I've got dick pillows and dick coloring books and uh, ceramic eggplants. I got all kind of phallic symbols. Yeah. Uh, I got somebody. The craziest was I think it was the second one because I think once the once like we got one or two under our belt, like even the listeners was like. Oh, I, I can literally send any because I don't open it until we're recording because mm. I I just want to be surprised and like open it, BG, which is why the yeah. confetti cannon, which I think was dick glitter too, yeah. um, <laughs> a lot of penises. Um, <laughs> they sent, and this one was crazy because you know I save it till I need it. Yeah. I'm like I'm gonna pile up these boxes and then when I need an episode I'll open them. So I think I had this one box for like I don't know six weeks. I got it. I don't know how long it was in my P.O. box, maybe a week or so. Checked it, brought it home, get ready to record. So finally, it was like six weeks we needed it. So it was just like a bigger box. So I was like, I'm going to keep that to the end just in case. And we're like opening them. And it's me and my wife and another buddy, uh, Doug Markham. Shout out to Doug. He's a wrestling referee, but he was there with us that night, that episode. And I cut it open. Yeah. And as soon as I started cutting it open, I heard, 
And no I was like, fucking way. Well, man, did this box make noise? <laughs> like, I, and we're live. I'm like, whoa. I think this box, man, they're like, no, nah, I didn't. My, you know, you're whatever. And so they're, I give it to my wife. She's like, I'll give it to me. And so she cuts up and she goes, oh my gosh. And I'm like, what? And then I heard, I heard this weird noise and they had sent two Madagascar hissing cockroaches. Oh. They'd been wow. in that box for like, a month, two months, and I the it, the address was from overseas. So, oh. And I've got these two, and I'm like, "What was that noise?" And she's like, "She put my wife as a maniac." I mean, this is why she's with me. Yeah, she, by nobody, the way, nobody else pets. Take her. Those things became pets. They didn't just throw. Yeah, them we out. have lizards and snakes, and, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and no, but and these roaches yeah. became. Like, yeah, I she puts her hand in. I'm like, it's not really a roach, and she pulls it out, and it crawls up on her <laughs> her thing. I mean, it's huge. It's gigantic, yeah. and I'm like. Get oh my God! <laughs> Do not get that thing near me. And about that time, she dropped it oh, right man. in the middle of our studio, and it fe I feel it hit my foot. Oh, and I mean, God. I am in little girl mode. Get I'm like, I'm, where's a gun? I am shooting everything in here. <laughs> little girl mode. Yeah, she like she like picked it up. Oh, it's fine. And I'm like, you don't know what it is. <laughs> Those can be poisonous. You don't know. <laughs> it was two of them, and yeah, she kept them as pets. We had them like a year till they died. They wow. lasted a year. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know. They're apparently resilient if they were in the box. Yeah, they were. In a, dude, they were in a box yeah, with yeah. nothing. You know what else was in the box with them? Like three pieces of straw and a lot of rope shit. That was all that was in there. I was like, man, this is wild. Been there for weeks before you Two months. Two months. <laughs> Two months. Where have you been? <laughs> from overseas. So I don't know when they boxed them up either. I'm like, <laughs> overseas? Yeah. Can, did you listen to well, the podcast? Know. <laughs> 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 Dude, they had to come I thought it was a good yeah. story. Yeah. Yeah. He passed yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. Got a little long in the middle. Yeah. 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 Sorry, you've seen it before. The rest of it. Those things had to come through customs and everything. Yeah. You know, that's fucking crazy. Like, there's no telling how long they were in there. So, yeah. what he's saying is, we need to think about something, guys, together. And yeah. Get the X5 PO box. Yeah. Let's just, get, let's just, hold on. Dude, this See, guys, I tell, every, I tell everybody, send me, you got a band or a whatever, send me that shirt. I'll wear it on the podcast. Yeah, I love yeah. free shirts. I've sent food. For, they've sent food for me to try: hot chips and cat cake. He'll fly to South Africa and get like giraffe shit. <laughs> <laughs> Seventy-two. No, I'm just <laughs> send everything there. Yeah. Uh, what is your PO box? Yeah. Hang well, on, I gotta get in podcast mode. <laughs> Casio's yeah. cut. PO box one nine zero six five Huntsville, Alabama three five eight zero four. Love Put that on P. the P.O. Box 19065, Huntsville, Alabama, 35804. Just do Casio's cut. Dustin, cool. put that on the screen. So, Maybe, Will you mail me an X5 t-shirt? I will. Well, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I got my wife. We're actually doing, my wife does like all the screen printing. We're not screen printing. DTG, direct yeah. garment stuff and uh, all that stuff. So I've got her doing us some badass 
jogging, but like velvet joggers, oh, all kinds of shit. So we're about to be rocking. Hey, wait, hey, wait, is your hell yeah, we're is your, jogging band. Is your, yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> God damn it, now I gotta start jogging. <laughs> Bert, Bert. Mine are gonna be sitting pants. Let, be yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sitting, sitting pants. Let Cassio fill your hoodie. Easy. Real quick. No, no, no. You got yeah, your one's off. Let's keep it Fill the inside of that thing. That's good. That's a good hood. That, hey, soft. look. It's good hood right so, there. So, so man, imagine your 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 sitting pants. Sitting like pants. <laughs> they're called butter pants, actually, for real. Butter, butter pants. Yeah, they're gonna be banging. Yeah. Can't wait. Yeah, everything That's, about these pants are big. <laughs> potato <laughs> pants when I potato put them on. Potato pants, yeah. <laughs> that looks like a 10 pounds of sugar in a 5-pound sack. <laughs> uh, hey, before we get out of here, why don't yeah. you tell your story about what you did to Brian Vaughn uh, a few years ago? Oh, my oh God. I if he even remembers this. You pulled so, a story on Brian Vaughn? So, a matter of fact, yes. I know it was. this was 2011. This was the week. I know you are thinking that's Ruben Stutter. It's yeah. Brian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I saw it we should have announced it before. Oh God! And this is Clay Aiken. He's letting <laughs> yeah, he's let himself, he's let himself go over the years. Plug in his fucking mic. He's Clay Aiken, A C H I, and he's Aiken. He's Aiken. So, so after the tornadoes hit in 2011. uh I called I David. I we, I'm going to take a drink of water. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, the massive tornado that destroyed half of Alabama. Yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> yeah, last episode you were giving a death update on everybody. Now you're giving a, yeah. You remember the tornadoes oh, when multiple oh. people were affected? So anyway, I'll skip. Let me just skip right past all that. So anyway, so me and David and some other people, uh, we were in Gunnersville, and Brian was at work, which we obviously wasn't. It was on a Dude, weekday. That's all this boy does is work. So look. Yeah, he's never not at work. And and we were right down the road from his house. And I said, God, wouldn't it be funny to prank call him? Because there was a lot of cleanup and shit going on. I said, let's prank. I guess now say it is kind of a dick move, right? <laughs> saying it out loud. Anyway, so... So I said, look, wait, wait, this is the, you're talking to the guy that sent news pics to somebody's mom. From yes, yes. You're all right. Okay. Right. So all this, all this cleanup's going on, all this stuff, and there's construction workers everywhere. And I said, look, I said, let's, let's prank call Brian and pretend, you know, let's fuck with him. So I had, to, I, I use this horrible, <laughs> I use this horrible redneck boy. I said, hey, is this uh, Brian Bone? <laughs> And he goes, it is. He's he's being Mr. LinkedIn on the phone. <laughs> and, and he goes, it is. I'm, and, and David, we rode by his house, and I wrote his address. I said, hey, man, I said, you live here at blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to say the address, which I don't remember it. But uh, he goes, I, he goes, yeah, he go, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he said, I do. He said, is everything okay? I said, well, it will be. I said, <laughs> I said you've got a natural gas leak coming out of your house out of your meter and look man i'm just gonna have to go on in there are you home he goes no i said well look i said i can't wait i gotta go on in your house i said I, i've got to go in here and move everything out into your front yard because it's contaminated with gas he goes what what do you mean i said and, 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 and so, 
I just hear his Say voice. Say it, baby. He's like, what do you mean? What do you mean? What are you talking about? I said, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what he said. I said, well, how quick can you get here? He goes, it would be like 45. I said, well, I can't wait. I'm going in right now. And he, he goes, no, wait a second. I said, I, sir, we can't. And it's da- life or death. And da- David, David had told me some key points. He said, man, brag on this rifle he just got or golf clubs or something. And so I'm in there. I was like, oh, hey. hey I like fishing this. rods. Fishing yeah, stuff, fishing yeah. rods. That's fishing. what it was. Yeah. yeah. He goes, damn, is this your fishing rods? I like these rods right here. And it, it, it set in to him. Yeah. And he goes, listen, man, uh, sir, I, I, I need, I need to, can you please get, he said, look, we're going to put all this in a pile in your front yard. We're going to cover it with a tarp. <laughs> It's going to be fine. Don't worry about it. He said, we got to get it out here. He said, I'm, I said, I'm going to have to start ripping the floor up in your house to find this gas leak. And he's wigging the Man, I'm about to lose it. I'm looking at the phone at this point like, what is going on? I'm about to go crazy. Are you not in the car yet? I, I mean, I, I don't know if I can really move. You know this guy don't leave work for nothing. And this is true. Not even yeah. this story can get Brian to be like, I think, I think I'm sick. I gotta go. Like, I'm up on Leno's producer, and you're still going what? So, so it, it, it went on and on for three or four minutes to the point. I'm like, listen, man, uh, you you got any Ziploc bags? I'm gonna I'm gonna start putting you toothbrushes and your toiletries <laughs> in your Ziploc bags that way it don't get dirty and all this stuff. I was going into extreme fucking detail. He's having a complete meltdown on the phone. <laughs> Lost it. Dude, Did you ever think it was a prank, baby? I, I, I didn't know because I knew. <laughs> a tree had fell on the gas line and it was it like really did. Oh, no. yeah, that's, that's, that's I'm like what it really that? so that really happened in his neighborhood so there was a few moments where like yeah. I don't know how to prank uh, yeah I was in the oh, middle wait, of wait, truth wait. and love like, somebody's trying to kill me <laughs> I was like I, I was rubbing my chest I'm sure I was going oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know I didn't oh, know he was, he was being yard. so polite I, was, I mean I was thinking to go tell my boss like I, I may need to go to the house yeah. I, I'm just, I, I don't know. I think I do need to go home for just a minute. <laughs> You're well, probably like, hey, am I crazy? Can workers just enter a house? Yeah. <laughs> How does he have a key? But yeah, he's, he's naming shit that I've got in my house. Yeah, I know yeah. he's in it. Yeah. And I know I locked that bitch. Complimenting his fishing rods. Yeah, I'm like, did he just pull a kick dough in my house and bust on the end and make himself at home? There's other people in the in the background in the truck. I'm like, hey, go ahead and get that recliner out. Get that bed out. Get all the stuff. You see everything out of the cabinets. And he's, he's fucking wet. And they're like, okay, where's you? Find a garbage bag. I said, Brian, you got any garbage bags in here? <laughs> you know, and he's crazy. losing it. Oh, oh my was. God. He's calling him by his name. Like, that was Brian, the, yeah, I'm with you, man. Damn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> World first night, me, yeah. first night basis. Oh, no. I, was, I, said, I said, now, Brian, look, now this door, we had to kick his door in. It's ruined. I said, you got, you got, you got, you got insurance. You got home insurance, right? And he goes, yeah, I said, well, you need to call them. Look, we got we to gotta tear this floor up. We've got to get everything out of here. We're going to put it on you in your front yard, cover it's it up. It's a race against time. Oh, my God. I can hear him going, I can be there. I can be there in 30 minutes. We're, we're in here now, and we're starting. We'll see you when you get here. And look, we hung up and waited probably five minutes. Dude, I'm telling That's you. I, I said, I, I yeah. did. I said, Charlie, you. 
You got to call him back right now, man. This man. I said, no, <laughs> let's give it a little time. Because we had just had Mexican food. I'd ate too damn much. We just had Mexican no, food. I got a little. I got a little. I called somebody back. I just ate Mexican I got a little bit of IBS, so I had to shit. So I went, I went back in the, restaura- in the restaurant and shit, because we were doing all this from the parking lot of the Mexican restaurant. I went back in there and shit, come back and said, all right, we can call him. And I figured David was probably texting him by then, hey, man, this is a fucking joke, but he didn't. Ooh, I totally forgot about that. That was a rough oh. day. And so, <laughs> still, I mean, and, and, and in my head, you? I was thinking, you know, they make pods. Could they not get a pod and put my stuff in it? Yeah. <laughs> they just throw it in the yard with a tarp. I mean, I'm just saying. Some crackheads go to the people like, hey, look at you. fishing gear is all out. We got some free stuff on the side of the road. We rolled that damn tarp down, dude. We let it blow off. Yeah. I was just like, what? Uh, at, at, one, at one point, towards the end of the call, I think he started getting a little aggravated. <laughs> I said, well, now, listen now, don't be getting smart with me. I'm trying to do you a favor. <laughs> yes, I'm trying to help you and who you are yeah. getting mad at. I'm like, dude. I, I, complimented, I, I, I complimented your goddamn fishing rod. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At least I didn't take your duck at fishing poles, uh, yeah. buddy. Yeah. What did you do when they called back? I don't know. I, I don't know if I was passed out and didn't get to get the phone or. Uh, no, it, you you got the phone get it? and uh. it was the most genuine sigh of relief I've ever heard <laughs> in my life when we told him it was a joke. Wasn't even mad, mm-hmm. just happy. No, he yeah. was extremely happy. Well, yeah, about it was just a re- yeah relief, a, a sigh. Of but relief. I do remember the end. I said, "Well, hey, there really is a tree right here on this gas line in your neighborhood. This was a joke, <laughs> but you really got a problem going. Yeah. On. Yeah. I mean, you could hear it like." You yeah, hear it like coming out. Yeah, it really was. Ooh, so that's but, why I was thinking, well, this got to be right because I know a tree is falling. <laughs> I was trying to it. rationalize everything you were doing. I said, but that's that, that's not right. Why did he kick my door in? Why he I heard where the hiss was coming from. It wasn't my kitchen. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute. How does he know what my fishing rods look like? I'm asking him where stuff is. Like, where's your Ziploc bag? Where's your garbage bags? We need this, all this stuff. And he goes... Um, you could tell he's not comfortable. <laughs> well, nobody would be. Could you imagine some motherfucker going through your shit? Oh my god! I was hurt by. I'd be like, "Where's my cash sitting? Like, like all that kind of stuff. Like, where's my secret stash of cash? Hey, will you get my like, gun ready? Because I'm gonna kill myself. Seriously, you shoot yourself in the foot. Yeah. Call the cops. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Ooh, man, I don't think I've had a rougher day. I, I, I really don't. Hey, he is a trip. <laughs> Did he cuss you? No, no he, he don't didn't. cuss nobody. He's such a <laughs> sweetheart. That's I wanted to see how my, if, I was like, man, if you made VV cuss. Yeah. <laughs> no. I have my moments, but I'm usually pretty even keel. It, he, it he, takes a lot to, to flip that switch. What'd you when call it? Does. Mother trucker? Yeah. <laughs> you get real steam. Son of a biscuit eater. <laughs> 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 no, Jim Willigan's guy. Dude, we no, man, he was sweet as can be, understanding. He, like I said, he did start to get a little, now hold on now, don't be moving the, I said, now listen, I'm in here doing you a damn favor. Don't get smart with me. Yeah. I was like, this dude right here. <laughs> I was like, what a minute. Ooh, I remember man. I remember seeing you like three weeks later at Iron Horse, and you were like, Man, you got me good. <laughs> I'm like, you ain't right. <laughs> but I was, I'm telling you, I was hurt and I was, I don't know how to describe what that feeling was. It's like when you Fixing to go skydiving for the first time. Yeah, a panic attack. I I feel like I was fixing to go skydiving without a parachute. That's what I felt like. And I was like, oh my goodness. He, ooh. 
I said, wait till I see him. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I probably was like, man, you crazy. You wild. Yeah. <laughs> you got me real upset. Can you tell? Yeah. <laughs> that, that was, that was his mind. I was like, what did I see? I'm going to laugh. Really loud. Dude, the first time I. You need him to tell the story again? Uh, no, 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 I was Dude, the first time I met Brian was at Sammy T's in Huntsville, and I thought, <laughs> so, this is so racist. <laughs> All right, man, it's no. been a good pod. Yeah. Hey, everybody, we've been editing me out of this pod. Yeah, 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 we'll we'll, we'll see you next week. Hey, this has been X5. See y'all next week. No, we saw he was watching us play, and we thought we knew uh, 17th floor was playing the next night. Yeah. And I don't know why we got it in our heads that Brian, like, he was with Jason. You were with Jason and Jason, a couple other white guys. And I was like, thing. guys, it's he, he's with 17th floor. So when we get done, y'all come down. There. Y'all remember the band for, 17th floor? For people that don't oh, yeah. know, yeah. Tell yeah. Me 17th, 17th floor. floor was a hip hop cover band that used to just own the circuit. They were unbelievable. Yeah. They're great. But I'd never seen any of them. I just heard they're badass, and I was like, mm -hmm. there's a black guy front row. Where in the hell I yanked it out of thin air that he was with 17th floor? <laughs> but we came down off the stage and gave him a ton because, you know, it's like another band on the circuit. We want to meet him. We've heard so much about him. And, and then quickly he started talking. And when you hear Brian talk, you're like, oh, he's not from Chicago. <laughs> 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 but he did get up and sing. Uh, he did He did get up and sing with us for years. I think that's the first time I actually got up sing with y'all. Yeah. Yeah. They had a, it was a bikini contest happening. No way. Not at one of our shows. <laughs> <laughs> and I was we, like, we probably told him not to do it. Right. <laughs> so it was the best of both worlds that night. I was like, bikinis, music. Hey. There you go. I don't remember it being that full by the time we played. <laughs> Did they have they wings? Yeah. That was wild wings. <laughs> front row of our, our fans. You better be serving food of some sort. We're going to get them gals in the room. All wings, baby. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever been in Gunnersville with Brian in like a, like a, a public event and walked around with him? Uh -huh. It is unbelievable. You really? think me and you get Is that where he chalks up Dude, his numbers? He owns Gunnersville. That's why I'm saying as a joke. If he ever ran for mayor, it would be a slam dunk. He can't walk into a restaurant in that town. He can't walk into anywhere where people are just like throwing rose petals in front of him. Man, it's the most craziest shit you've ever seen in your life. That that uh, boat race that comes to there. Oh, Hydra Fest, dude. We went down there to Hydra Fest, and I'm telling you. It was exhausting walking around with this son of a bitch. Like, you, you didn't get any one-on-one -on -one time with him. You just shared him with the whole town everywhere you went. Everybody loves Hey, man, I guess I, I hung out with him all day, and I was like, I guess I'll catch up with you at the next show because this ain't the place to hang out with you. They signed your forehead. Hey, yeah. 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 I washed that forehead for at least a week. I, re I remember one time he came. To, I don't know why. Why did y'all dress up like poison? What was the reason? Oh, it was Tuesday. Lionel. <laughs> yeah. 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 Tuesday. That's what I do on Tuesday. <laughs> Might as well. Got this old wig sitting in the closet. He and my brother and a bunch of and a bunch of people dressed up like. I think is that the show where. Oh Brett no no! Mike, I remember why. Lionel and Brett. Michael, they had right? a a picture booth where you could get your picture taken. Right. Yes. And so they dressed up like. Uh, he dressed up like Brett Michaels. Mark A.D. called you Black Michaels. Yeah, Black Michaels. Yeah. <laughs> he got to meet. He got to meet Brett Michaels, and we're like, Brett Michaels, meet Black Michaels. He's like, <laughs> oh, he met Brett Michaels. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Super yeah. nice. Guy. As Brett Michaels. 
as Black Michaels. That's yeah. how we introduced him. We, we didn't say as Brian Michaels. Michaels. It's like, you know how you do a squeal thing and a dog goes to a dog and it does his head? That's how Brett was like, huh, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah, that's what I, am I supposed to laugh? Yeah, that? I know. Yeah, that's what he said. Oh, He's too nice of a guy to give you a good chuckle. He was just like, it would have been funny if he was like, you know who I look like? <laughs> People tell me I, I look know what you're like thinking. You. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. I'm glad you, you said scanty. I thought you were going tanner or something. <laughs> <laughs> but in that spray tan. That's a fucking accent. Dude, Brian went everywhere with us on the road in the line of days. Man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know how he did it either because he never missed a day of work. <laughs> yeah, we used to joke like, with him. We, we got a big tour. We we're like, why don't you just come with it? Because we're not exaggerating. The guy had maybe five weeks of, of uh, sick pay stacked yeah. up over they, the years because he well, never called in sick. Yeah. Just a work, 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 work. <laughs> Still a worker to this day. He should own part of Cadence Bank. But, <laughs> but he always managed to get off and go uh, to a lot of shows with us, and he would always be back at work Monday morning, like – Every other weekend, we'd be like, you don't want to come to Saturday night show? Got to work, man. I can't do it Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Got to work Saturday. The guy never would call in. Do you I remember he would, he, uh, he food, he meal prepped. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. That was Brought early on, like, like before, everybody yeah. meal preps yeah, now, yeah, but yeah, yeah. we'd be like, man, we got to go to uh, Valdosta, and then we're going <laughs> to swing back through uh, Atlanta. And he's he'd come in with like seven stacks of grilled chicken. Chicken and rice. That's it. I bet I worked for y'all for at least fifteen years, yeah. at least if not longer. Yeah. I just I just started coming to shows. I came to that Sammy T show first time, so I started coming to all their shows, and eventually. I just started pushing stuff to the bus. I don't, I don't think I don't know if I ask them or not. But, and then finally, I said, I think I need to go with y'all on the road. And they was like, Okay, you seem cool enough. Okay, and so it just went from there. And I like I, the man, guy that washes the windows at the yeah, really had put me to, yeah at the truck stop. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was so many cool experiences I got to I got to witness and experience traveling around with them, and that was the greatest. That was so, I tell people all the time, man, I got to see so many cool things and yeah. just a lot of cool Are stuff. Are you talking about Valdosta, Georgia? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you're talking about Bon Jovi, so you got to meet yeah. Father Bob. Now, that was, that was a bucket list situation for me. I, I was like, whoa, this is great. I was, I mean, hog God. heaven. What song did, did Brian used to always sing? Wanted. A bunch. Wanted That's the Bon Jovi yeah. song. And then uh, I do a little Papa Roach. Papa Roach. Yeah, Papa Roach with us. Rage. Right now. Yeah, man. I feel like you should just break I mean, it. Right. <laughs> what are we doing? He's about to play. You want to sing a little wanted? Oh, all right. I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Fuck it." He said, "That's what Brian's in the crew. He's like, I mean, I'll sing it. I, mean, <laughs> I can sing my way out of a bar fight. That's one thing I can do." Hey, I remember one when we was on Ship Rock. They they were performing or whatever, and they introduced me as uh, I forget his name, but Ruben. Lead singer, no, lead singer of Ruben <laughs> Color. Oh yeah, yeah. Man, I was uh, signing stuff. We played on the fact ridiculous. People oh, like, would be like, oh, "He's black. He's got to be him." Yeah, like, yeah. So who cares? He's about two hundred pounds overweight, boy. <laughs> yeah, he's an eighties guy. Look, that's definitely him. Yeah, they didn't care. I was signing people's blue jean jackets, messing people. Dude, the good thing about him, no matter who, with blue jean jackets, whoever was. I mean, I was like, man, these people really think. 
I was scratching my head. I was like, whatever. I always told David, I said, like, you know what? I never break character. He doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't. That's a good thing. You can say he's anybody, and he's not going to be like, I'm not really. He's supposed just, to be just don't color. talk. Yeah. yeah. That that like, he, they're like, we're going to bring out a living color, and the pool deck's going wild. And he's like, cold person now. What you talking about, Willis? Everybody's frog. Whatever. Man, please meet you, man. Hell yeah! <laughs> 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 so, then another another time they we were at this is when City Stages was pretty big and was on the Miller Light. Shout out City Stages! Yep, yeah, and they introduced me as Ruben Studdard, and I swear the Birmingham News was chasing me, and they were trying to do interviews. And I was running. I was like, Oh no! Yeah, and this is when Ruben was popular. So you know, Ruben was you know popular then, yeah. and I said, Man, I am not getting sued by Ruben Studdard. I said, I'm going like on the Ruben bus. Ruben would have sent a cease and desist. <laughs> yeah, buddy, yeah. buddy. You got to calm it down. Me, I'm kind. Of, I'm a kind of a big deal. Calm down, but. <laughs> <laughs> but that was, I was like, oh my God, all these people are chasing me. I got to go. Yeah. <laughs> I was running. David loves to put you on the spot like that. Oh, I mean, yeah. is what is the people? purpose of getting Bird up and saying it's Burt Wallace? Like, say he this guy plays guitar for Nickelback. Nobody knows what their guitar player and looks like. And they believe like. it. So we would do that. We'd say, this is a guitar player for Candlebox, or this is a guitar player for a band that you're like, <laughs> no, you know it's popular, but who do Nobody they Nobody knows like? their, their members. Right. They, I, they I have a buddy right now who... Every time we go to the bar, introduces himself as the drummer for Fog Ant. <laughs> oh yeah, because you're like, who knows what anybody in Fog Ant looks like? Right. I'm, I'm drummer, maybe a little man you heard oh, yeah. of Fog Ant. Yeah. Like, like, right. yeah. right. like, slow ride. Like, do some air guitar. And oh. They're like, all right, cool. All right. He did that to us at Sky Bar. Called us the, the Nickelback's managers. Managers, and we're standing on the side of like the little fucking. Balcony thing right there. Everybody packed. just turns and looks at us. We're oh, like, what the fuck? Yeah. You can't explain anything. You're sitting here without a mic. You, right, yeah. You can't defend hey. yourself. You can't say no. <laughs> what do you do? You know? You're all hand gestures. But we had people <laughs> no. coming up to us, literally, yeah. like, asking us, you know, you don't, Man, you, you guys just, really coming here? I'm like, yeah, we're, we're <laughs> There you go. Never <laughs> break character, man. Yeah. One, of them come up, one of them come up. There was a, the, the steps was right there, and they come up and asked Matt that, and I went, whoop. I just walked down the steps. I was like, I ain't, I ain't getting in on that one. <laughs> I, I just told him, I said, yeah, I said, we're, we're thinking about, you know, bringing them in here. You know, you got, I think that be good. Nice, oh, yeah. nice addition to the roster. Mm. <laughs> Most of those kids probably like, who? Nickel? Who the fuck is that? <laughs> who is that? I think my dad listened to them. Yeah. There, so. Dad rock. <laughs> It's about that time, boys. Well, yeah. we're starving to death, so we have to end this podcast. <laughs> Some of us got to pee. Brian and Casty and Cassio. Yeah. <laughs> so seriously, dude, thank you for coming in, Cassio. Thank you for having me. This is fun, man. Nothing but class. Funny as hell. Let's do something different if Cassio will do it for us this episode. What? Instead of us taking it out. Let's Brian's let, gonna sing. Let's let. Yes. <laughs> let's let. Let's let. They're like, click. Turn that off. Come on, do it, Brian. Let, Give us just what, a hint. Look. What you, you want to do? Hold on. Oh, he's about to play it. He's yeah. about to play it. Which, which one you want to? Which one you want to sing? Uh, wanted. Yeah, wanted. Because this is gonna. You know it. You know that. Oh God. Oh, yeah. I don't oh, honestly, God, don't remember it. I honestly, God, don't remember it. All right, how you remind me? <laughs> what else, Brian? VV, what do you got? Oh, I got it. Friends in low places. Let's oh, go. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, he said, "Oh, well, I don't God. know that one." I, you're out of your mind. You don't know that one. It's probably G, C, and D. I tell you what. How about uh, Boogie Boogie Land? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> Man, if we can find one they land on, this is going to be epic. Yeah, I know. Or this what? is about to be the shittiest closing we've ever done on a show. <laughs> oh, my God. It might, it might, it might be something. This thing is completely time. out of tune. Uh, Wake me in the morning and I'll stand And I have, I don't know the words of the song, actually. 491. He said it don't matter. <laughs> Just make something up. Uh, what's going on? <laughs> don't break character. Right, what's up? Don't break the name of the song. Ready? Yeah, what's up, sir? 25 right. years and my life is still. There you go. Trying to get up that great big hill of hope. Yeah. <laughs> well, whatever that means. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Hey, with that. Actually, what I was actually, what I was actually going to ask, that was amazing. Would you, would you take us out, but with the strip club doorman voice? Oh my God! Please, please do me that favor. Just say thanks for watching. Love you guys. X Five. Jim's last dance. Get the keys ready. Mercedes is driving on the stage now, fellas. Last call for alcohol, y'all. <laughs> oh, you can't. I, you I really do have to pee. Love you guys. We're out. Thank you. <laughs>